This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is franchise today. Well, before I tell you about today's show, kudos to Ed Quinlan for checking every box last week and providing a wealth of take-home value to the audience. Much appreciated, Ed. And remember, we still have a lot more to discuss, my friend, and I look forward to circling back to do so. Switching gears to today's program, call it a coincidence if you'd like, but this episode of Franchise Today features my interview with John Prothro, President and CEO at Foot Solutions. So, you ask, what's coincidental about that? Well, today just happens to mark the second anniversary of the passing of my good friend, serial entrepreneur, Ray Margiano, who, among other things, just happened to be the founder, president, and CEO of Foot Solutions until he sold the business to today's guest, John Prothero, back in February of 2020, just about a month or less from the time that COVID began shutting down most of the world. It was 1997, and I was heading up global development for Blimpy International when I first met Ray Margiano. At the time, he was still at the helm of his first franchise venture, a little concept called Heel Quick, which he began in 1985 and grew into a global franchise enterprise that grew to over 700 units with a footprint that spread across the USA and 34 countries the world over. Ray went on to create Foot Solutions in 1999, and after cashing out in 2020, his sole focus remained on Balance Walking, a program he launched in 2012, which established a 15-minute low-impact exercise program that anyone could do anywhere, anytime, and improve one's body alignment, exercising 90% of their muscles and helping people to look and feel great. So there's the backstory bringing us to today's guest, John Prothero. And on of all days, this day, how special to be remembering Ray and talking about Foot Solutions on this, the second anniversary of his passing. And while Ray has left us, his memory has not. And in fact, you can still find his balanced walking book on Amazon now. When I return in two minutes or less, we'll shift our focus to the present and future as John Prothero tells us what he and his team have in store for the future at Foot Solutions. I'm Stan Friedman. This is Franchise Today. Don't go anywhere. We'll get down to business with John Prothero in two minutes or less. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. Franchisors of restaurants, bars, and grills, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. If you're looking to engage guests, elevate profits, and enhance your customer experience, Atmosphere TV is the answer. What's Atmosphere, you ask? Atmosphere is the world's number one streaming TV service for businesses, here to help you make more and save big on overpriced cable packages. Atmosphere provides you with a free programming option, bringing more than 60 ultra-engaging audio-optional channels designed to please customers and increase their average ticket. So, how does it work? Well, it's easy. Upon sign-on, Atmosphere sends you a free device, loaded with over 60 channels of 
of eye-grabbing entertainment. From news and sports to viral videos and fuzzy animals, every channel is family-friendly and designed to keep your customers happy and engaged. Plus, thanks to Atmosphere's 100% audio-optional format, the programming is perfect for any setting, no matter how loud or busy. So stop playing and paying overpriced cable. Go with free TV instead. Just go to atmosphere.tv forward slash sign up and use the code FRANCHISE and Atmosphere will waive the usual one-time $99 activation fee for your free-to-stream device. Visit Atmosphere online at atmosphere.tv and remember, use the code FRANCHISE to waive your one-time activation fee. Visit atmosphere.tv to elevate your franchise's entertainment experience today. Foot Solutions is a global franchise retailer in the health and wellness industry, specializing in custom orthotics and complementary footwear. With over 20 years in operation and thousands of positive reviews online, their customer care, service, and specialized approach are unmatched in the market. Here today to tell us all about it is John Prothero, franchisor, president, and CEO. John Prothero, welcome to Franchise Today. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure having you, John. I go a long way back with your company from its prior ownership, and we'll unpack all that today as part of our conversation. But I am really looking forward to beginning today's discussion as we do each week, asking our guests how franchising found them. But what I discovered in learning about you is how much more interesting a conversation about that might be when talking with a guy who grew up as a kid in Alabama who played college baseball at Vanderbilt, went on to get an MBA at Texas A&M before becoming an international mergers and acquisitions partner doing big transactions and consulting large companies on three continents. Now, that's not an everyday occurrence, finding your way from all of that to franchising. So how about rewinding the tape for us, John, and taking us back on that journey and tell us how it all began and we'll walk up to where we are today. Sure, but I don't think you're setting expectations very well. This is probably not going to be as exciting a journey as uh, <laughs> as you're making it out to be. Well, come um, on. My job is to make my guests look good. So. <laughs> yeah, keep the listeners interested. I got it. I got it. Well, I guess the first thing to know is I get bored pretty easily. If you look at my, uh, my resume or my travel journey, I get, I've kind of gone from one place to the other. And I guess when I started my career, I decided that if I was going to go anywhere fast, I needed to, to be willing to move. Um, so, you know, that, that's what took me to China and that's what took me kind of all over. My first real job was uh, in Virginia with a large company. I got kind of tired of the corporate world and started looking into what I could do with my, my skills, which was post-merger integration planning. And with that, I thought I would get into M&A. So I started going to some conferences and meeting some M&A advisors. Met one in particular that I liked. He was meeting somebody to kind of go go around and close deals for him. And he was willing to teach me the industry. Uh, so I started working for that company for a little while until uh, that was right before the housing crisis and levers dried up. And we still had some clients in China doing deals, all cash. And I had studied Chinese language and I thought, well, nothing more exciting than moving overseas and trying to do business. So I went uh, to China for a few years, um, kind of learned the ropes there, moved more into consulting uh, more so than deal making on M&A side. Um, and when the economy started to turn, I moved back to Atlanta to open an office for that same company and did that for several years, uh, mostly lower middle market transactions. And I really enjoyed myself, started consulting with a, a company that was acquisitive uh, here locally in the Atlanta area, a company in Roswell um, that had several locations all over the globe. And 
I guess I spoke up a little too much in the boardroom about what I thought they should do. And uh, they asked me to come and run the day-to-day -day of the business, which probably didn't have any business doing. But as I said, I get a little bored too easily. So uh, challenge accepted. And I thought, well, at least I'll learn something. Even if, I, if I break a lot of things on the way, that's, that's their problem, right? So <laughs> after that, uh, I started raising a private equity, just a small private equity fund um, in order to buy a few portfolio companies. I'd always kind of wanted to be on the buy side rather than in the middle. And I had done a little bit of co-investing on some of the deals we had made. And uh, as part of that uh, process, I met a guy who you know, uh, Perry McGuire here in Atlanta area, where I knew him for a while, but he called me and said, hey, there's a client of ours that is uh, interested in selling a company called Foot Solutions. I can tell you, I didn't know anything about franchising. I mean, probably if there's a negative percentage, I knew a negative percentage about franchising. I'm uh, almost completely new to footwear completely new to um, foot pathologies, the whole foot care industry, uh, custom orthotics. And I originally told Perry I wasn't interested, but I started looking into it. Secret shopped a little bit and then decided to go and meet with the owner. And uh, that was three years ago. In February, we purchased the company uh, in 2020, a week before COVID, by the way, which was really, really interesting to own a uh, chain of franchised retail stores that serve primarily the older population. But we got through it and made a couple of uh, some some culture changes we need to make, pulled in a branding agency, kind of rebrand the business and reinvigorate it and kind of hit the ground running when COVID subsided. Is that interesting enough for your it, listeners? It's plenty interesting. And I really think that there is even more to be said about how you may not know about franchising and you can learn that, but it's such a complicated business. And I remember Ray Margiano, founder of Foot Solutions, always talked about how many different moving parts there were between manufacturing, between retail, between bringing product import export and franchisors think that they've got busy businesses and lots of things that they make easier for the franchisees. But on the corporate side of Foot Solutions, I was always mesmerized by how many moving parts there were. And probably you've got more experience in those arenas than most franchisors would have about orthotics or feet. Uh, you know, the, the, some of my past life has helped quite a bit. I can say that we um, we do manufacture some product over in Asia, uh, Vietnam, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you look at it. Um, but we're we're enjoying ourselves and and learning as we go. And the nice part about it is we've learned a lot from the franchisees, and we're teaching them uh, what we know. So it's a nice collaborative exercise. Well, that's great. So how many locations may have compromised, if you will, by COVID, and how many remained? Were, did you lose any or, or great many? We didn't lose any right away, uh, but we have had some uh, triage since COVID with folks who kind of got PPP money and EIDL money, and probably were we're we're struck well we're struggling well before COVID and sort of used that to pay past bills and then uh, and then couldn't catch up when business started going back again. Um, but that's been the kind of the history of Foot Solutions. There used to be a couple hundred locations plus, um, and I think it kind of got a little bit out of control. I think it probably sold to people that may not have necessarily been ready uh, to be franchisees. Um, and at the same time, didn't necessarily have the, the support structure or infrastructure available to take care of them and to really support them because it is a rather complex business 
more so than I think than um, you know selling cookies or something to that effect. We've got some real heavy training that has to happen. There's inventory management that has to be learned. There's foot by mechanics that have to be learned by the staff. There's some real interesting parts to our business that add a differentiation to the business and make it hard to enter. There's a pretty large barrier to entry to our business. Uh, but at the same time, it's not plug and play and we really needed a, and we didn't really sell franchises for the first three years, really just started this year in January. But we really needed to make sure we had the scale to be able to support growth and to support a number of franchisees. Is it still a retail business or has the online world found its way into your value proposition as well? Well over, well over. So we did put in e-commerce and we wrote the software so we're not competing with franchisees that they have the inventory there. They're fulfilling it. But we're, uh, we're 95 plus percent still a personalized custom solution. You really can't get, you know, what we do on the internet. It's one of the reasons we like it, but that's one of the reasons it makes it pretty compelling. I'm thinking that if, and I don't guess this has changed any time more. Maybe it is changing now in the more recent times, but I, I always felt like Foot Solutions was probably one of America's best kept secrets. That Well, I hope not anymore. I hope not anymore. But yes, I think you're you're right. I think we you know, I was <clears throat> I was in the grocery store this morning with my foot solutions shirt on, I'm buying some coffee to bring to the office and the lady at the checkout said, I need foot solutions. What's foot solutions? Well, I wish you wish you knew. You live right down the street from one. Um, but that's part of our our goal is to make Foot Solutions a household name. And for your listeners who don't, who aren't familiar with Foot Solutions, we're a retail-based uh, foot wellness company, and uh, we do custom orthotics uh, and healthy footwear. But it's a service company; it's not a product company because we train our people really aggressively to understand what's going on with people's feet um, and how it's affecting their body. So we have a lot of people come into the store with foot pain, a lot of people with different foot ailments, um, and we we help them stay comfortable on their feet. Does it require a doctor to be involved in any of the states that may have regulations beyond franchise regulation where you're kind of borderlining on medicine or practice of medicine? Yeah, so we, uh, it's a good question. So we're a, what we call a quasi-medical health and wellness business, and some of our stores do work with Medicare. And in order to, to be accredited with Medicare, you have to have a qualified healthcare professional. And in custom orthotics and footwear, um, we have a lot of what are called pedorthists who are independently certified to do footwear selection and custom orthotics design. And so I would say probably 90% of our stores have a certified pedorthist um, and we're able to do work with Medicare. But most of our businesses cash pay. You do not have to have a doctor. Um, and we get, we are really allies to the healthcare community because we get a lot of referrals from podiatrists therapists, orthopedists, that sort of thing, who don't get involved in making custom orthotics or selecting footwear or even have footwear available for their for their patients. And so they send a lot of folks our way. I wonder, too, if chiropractic would be an ally of yours. A lot of people who suffer from pains in their body are suffering from symptoms that present in one place or another, but the roots of those problems could be right down below. It might not be a lower back problem. It could be a foot problem that presents itself symptomatically in the back. Would that be accurate? That's very accurate accurate people who have back problems a lot of times have misalignment and sometimes that's caused by leg length discrepancies or some foot ailment but we uh and we do get a lot of referrals from chiropractors for sure all very interesting well i'm sorry to tell you that you failed the test miserably of thinking that i oversold you i think that you've given us the foundation of a very interesting story about how you found your way here from there 
And we're going to take a quick break. And on the other side of that break, we're going to talk about what the new foot solutions looks like in 2023 and beyond. We're talking today with John Prothero. He is the franchisor, the CEO and owner of the Foot Solutions franchise business. And we'll be right back. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zorforum, a somewhat similar type of executive group, but this one comes with a twist. Zorforum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zorforum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zorforum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations, but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive sets, so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zorforum. Learn more at Zorforum.com. That's www.Zorforum.com. And the conversation continues today with John Prothero, franchisor of Foot Solutions. John, let's talk about the business and the value proposition that Foot Solutions provides to people who are in chronic, sometimes for years, pain that just never knew that such a thing existed that could relieve them. What's the batting average of people who come in thinking there's no hope? And then how long does it take to turn that all around? Well, that's a, that's a good question. I wish I had the batting average stat. And we have a lot of reviews online that you can read that show that when people come into our store hurting, a lot of times they walk out feeling better. If it is a structural problem, collapsed arch or plantar fasciitis or something like that is a pretty, I want to say a quick fix. Um, but it is, uh, it is a pretty simple thing to, to help folks like that because we've, we've seen it, you know, there's probably seven or eight foot pathologies that we see most commonly. And those we are able to help. I mean, if you have plantar fasciitis, for instance, we have everything from um, shock absorption materials that go underneath your orthotics to custom orthotics to arch assist socks that have a graduated compression across the main arch. We've got compression hosiery, the, the whole line. I mean, it really is a full suite of product. And then put all that inside a shoe that someone who knows what they're talking about is selected for you, all that can make a big difference in terms of someone's foot health and, and alleviate a lot of foot pain. What about the economics of all of that? Is it within reach of most people or does this get very pricey? Yeah, so we have a good, better, best model. We don't uh, charge for the analysis and the evaluation. A good situation is we get you in a better shoe. I'd say the majority of people probably do not wear shoes that are best for them. I was one of those people before we bought the company. A better solution is get them in some shoes and an over-the-counter. We have a nice collection of over-the-counter orthotics or over-the-counter insoles. The thing about over-the-counter insoles is they're not made specifically for your feet, but they can help. Uh, of course, and we have several options 
of over-the-counters. And then the best option is truly custom orthotics. And what makes us different, uh, well, there's a lot of things, but one of the things that really makes us different is our technology. We have digital scanning equipment that feeds into a CAD CAM design that was that was designed specifically for custom foot orthotics. So we we do a an actual design based on the scan of your foot and based on the intake form, the analysis, and then we build a custom orthotic from that as detailed as possible, and then we 3D print it. We can do milled. Some of the old school podiatrists or podiatrists um, will, will require a milled product, which is okay. We can do milled as well. Uh, but most of our customs are 3D printed now. I guess the listeners might wonder about the cost. Now we're over-the-counter insoles. A little bit more pricey because they're more medical grade. I, I don't know if you if you go into Target and buy a Dr. Scholl's insole, it's going to be a relatively flat, flimsy kind of product that doesn't do much for you because it's made for a mass audience fit sort of everybody. Our over-the-counters are selected for you, and they're based on what particular thing you're dealing with. And they're more medical grade. They're more supportive and more medical grade and better quality. So they're about $110, $120 a piece. And footwear is just regular pricing, which you'd see in your normal store. But we don't carry real cheap shoes. Shoes that'll break down or wobble as you walk, we don't carry those. And the custom orthotics are $400 a piece. And what about the look and feel? I mean, I think so many people think of orthotics and shoes that are for remediation of pain and problems, and they think ugly, ugly, ugly. How do you manage that? Well, they're not ugly anymore. There are certainly orthopedic shoes that are very ugly, and uh, we do have some of those because they're very specific to very, very particular situations. But the world has changed quite a bit. People are no longer interested in looking like they're wearing orthopedic shoes. So we, we sell a lot of uh, good-looking shoes from brands that you may or may not have heard of. And we sell a lot of Atrix products that have a nice split bed, and we can put our custom orthotics in it, Bionic, uh, Naoc. We've got a lot of a lot of brands that you may or may not know, but we have some that you know. We sell a lot of Brooks sneakers, but you know people don't know that Brooks has different styles made for different foot types, and so we help people select which ones need to be in it. I mean, a good pair of sneakers, something like an Accelero, which is a Swiss brand, selected for you by an expert with a custom orthotic slid inside of it. You know, you can look as stylish as you want to be, but you're still feeling really good on your feet. Well, it sounds to me like a guy who knew very little about orthotics and footwear when he began has taken a flash course and a crash course in becoming very well-spoken and informative on those topics. Let's flip gears to the franchising side of the equation and talk some about where did you go to get the crash course needed there to learn how to approach existing franchisees with the new ownership at the helm and who guided those navigations that were needed or who guided those courses that you needed to navigate? Well, they did. The franchisees did. In fact, uh, we had our annual meeting one week after we bought the business, uh, which was, by the way, exactly when the first COVID death was announced, which was interesting in the U.S. We made it a point to interview all of the franchisees talk to them about what worked, talk to them about what didn't work, make sure we heard them out about the things that they were frustrated with. But the nice thing about our franchise system, because there had been quite a bit of triage and some people had retired out, it had been, been around 20 years when we bought it. Some people had retired out of the system. Some people had finished their franchise agreement and opened under a different name. But the people that we had remaining, 60 or so North American franchises that we had remaining, were cream of the crop kind of folks for the most part. I mean, I've got a a really good, solid franchisee council. I've got people who are making incredible money in really small footprints and not the best real estate places in the world, but they have figured out how to make it work. 
And I'm a real believer in organizational learning, and that just essentially means you've got a lot of brains in the room. Let's make sure that we're learning from all those brains. And so we spent a long time listening, still doing that. I still don't think I know a whole lot about franchising. I think I know a lot about what not to do, what I've seen and what I've witnessed and what I've read about. But you know, even in our process, I mentioned that we really just started selling franchises at the beginning of this year. Even in our process of selling franchises, we dropped the ball on several things, didn't exactly know what, what the process needed to look like. But we got the, you know, we got the FTD and franchise agreement ready, what we thought was ready. And then we just started having conversations with people that we thought would be good partners. That's gone really well, actually, but they kind of smile when I say certain things or I'm not following the exact franchising model. Well, there's nothing better than a happy franchisee in place to help the next one coming along make a favorable decision and to come along and join the brand. So it sounds like you've put your time and energy in good places, shoring things up with the existing guys and ladies and getting ready for the next wave. So, who is it that we're looking for? And because, as you said, it's got a very high threshold for entry. I'm thinking it's got to be a purpose-driven person who cares about making a difference, but take it beyond that. What else are we looking for? What must they bring with them that you can train up? But this must be coming with them before you can train them up. Well, we're really focused on culture. And I think you hit it you know, right on the head. The, the people who have been successful franchisees are the ones that care about people and really enjoy that hug they get when they you know, put somebody on their feet or put some, something on underneath their feet that makes them be able to really get out and walk and enjoy their lives again. So culturally, we're looking for good people. And that sounds really ridiculous to narrow it down to that. But if it's someone that we can be close to and around and enjoy, then we're all in. We really do not have any patience or time for folks who are going to be difficult because we are very close to the franchisees. They all have my cell phone number. That'll probably happen when we're 200 stores. And I talk to them every single day. I'm a different one just about every single day. And it's a, it is a, uh, a real pleasure to be able to do that. But the nice part about business and owning a business is uh, being able to choose who you want to work with. So we've got a good group a good batch of new franchisees coming in. I'll say so far, we are talking to some single unit kind of mom and pops, but so far it's all been multi-unit that we've sold. And part of the reason that is, is because I'm not interested in anybody taking their kids' milk money in this business. I want them to be cashed up, for lack of a better way to say it. If another 9-11 comes along or another housing crisis or a COVID situation comes along, I don't want someone's last penny tied into this business. And one of the problems, I think, that some franchisees have, not just in this business, but in others, is when things start going poorly, the decision is, well, I need to stop advertising and or I need to stop buying inventory to preserve my cash. Well, of course, now you don't have anybody showing up to your, <laughs> your store and you don't you don't have anything to sell them. So it's a, it can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So one of the things we identified really early on was we're going to have people who are very competent business people, culturally a very good fit, but also cashed up and able to weather storms if God forbid more come. I've always mused that the best way to make a small fortune in franchising is to start with a large one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I want everybody to be successful and it does require cash to be successful. I mean, you're building a business. This is an annuity investment, but you're not going to come here, open a foot solutions and replace your $150,000 IT job because you opened a foot solutions in year one. You've got to build a customer base. You're not selling burgers. They're not coming back the next day. If somebody buys custom orthotics from you, might see them, you might see them six months from now and they might buy another pair of shoes from you um, or nine months, but the odds are you're probably not going to see them until next year, especially if it's a man. So we, you you spend that first couple of years, really even three years, getting that customer base 
established. And the nice part about it is our repeat customer numbers are through the roof. I mean, once you go to Foot Solutions and we take care of you, you tend to go back. And so after that customer base is built, it's a nice annuity business that kind of snowballs and grows over time. Are you working with brokers and or with franchise sales organizations? How are you going to market on the franchise development side? You know, nothing against FSOs, but I have never worked with one. I'm not that interested in working with them. Not that there's anything wrong with them, but this is not a plug and play. Anybody can come in and run a yogurt shop. And I don't know that an FSO necessarily would understand our business well enough to explain it properly. We do have a very talented franchise consultant who we're close with. In fact, he, he bought a couple of territories and is opening up one at his first store in August. Really believes in the model, believes in the brand, has gotten to know us very intimately, and uh, he brings us quite a few leads in addition to the ones we just get through through the website. All very interesting. Again, I have to tell you, there's a lot more to this than you try to sell it down a little bit, but I think expectations on my end were properly aligned with reality instead of you trying to go for a lower threshold there, John. Well, question, thank you for that. Thank you. What about a question that I haven't asked that you may wish I did? What would that be? Oh, well, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, we have gotten this business structurally to a point where I think it's a spectacular business. And a large part of that is our customer orthotics business. And I mentioned the technology. I love to dive into that a little bit deeper because there is a major difference. I'm talking enormous difference between what we do and folks that sell uh, over-the-counter insoles. You, know, you might go into your local running store or your local foot care store and stand on a machine or have someone looking at you. But a lot of that is just retail theater. We really focus on the customer. And what we do from a technology perspective is version 5.0 compared to 1.0 in the rest of the world. Well, I think it's time to ask you to help people find you again so that they can learn more about this, either from an existing location that can serve them or perhaps becoming the owner of a Foot Solutions location in the future. What about some contact info, John? Yeah, FootSolutions.com is the easiest way, uh, place to start. If you have any foot pain or foot issues, just find a store near you and go and visit one. If you are interested in franchising, the link is all the way on the bottom. But click on that link and contact us through the franchising link, and you will you'll get to us pretty quickly. Well, it's been a pleasure getting to know you, John, and we are both here in Atlanta. I'm looking forward to perhaps getting a closer look and saying hello over a cup of coffee or an adult beverage at some point in time. How would that be? I'm all in. I'm all in. Just let me know when, Stan. Appreciate it. John Prothrow. Franchisor, President, and CEO of Foot Solutions. Thanks for joining us here today. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Stan. Thank you again. Well, there it is. Another fine conversation headed into the archives. Next week, a very special edition of Franchise Today as we celebrate National Chicken Wing Day coming up on Saturday, July 29th. This episode will feature voices of the Brotherhood of the Wing from inside franchising and chicken wing empires around the country. Until then, I'm Stan Friedman, wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising, and Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalk.com radio.com or iTunes.